Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. Yeah, it is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans as the Summer of Polly Part 2 is underway beginning today. Uh, in 45 minutes, Aaron Renning, professional sports better, is going to be on the program. NBA Finals, now that Golden State is going to be a participant in uh, tonight's Game 6 between the Celtics and the Heat. Paul Stone, we'll do some college football talk today with Paul Stone in 90 minutes. And uh, Cabby Richards, Sportsnet betting host and um, producer up in Canada and Ontario. And we'll get his thoughts on what took place last night late in that overtime game between the Oilers and the Flames, the disallowed goal. No doubt there's going to be controversy now for a good 24 to 48 hours up there talking about what happened in that game. So the Warriors do advance, Matt, in five games in the NBA uh, over the Mavericks. And, you know, I mean, the story of the playoffs so far, I mean, as we, I can't even say so far anymore because we're basically three rounds deep, plus another 25-point lead in a playoff game last night. That was the biggest lead in that largest margin of victory prop was 17.5. Over was plus money last night. It hit again. Yeah, it's been blowout after blowout in the NBA playoffs, and I think it's been boring for a lot of people. Uh, but if you were on the Warriors last night, that's uh, the type of game you wanted. If you bet the if you bet the favorite, I, <clears throat> you know, I keep thinking we're going to have a great game. Maybe tonight we're going to have a great game. Maybe tomorrow night we're going to have a great game. It doesn't happen. Mm. I, I can't recall many NBA playoffs over the past thirty thirty five years that I've watched where it's been blowout after blowout, and you don't have any great games. Uh, hopefully the NBA Finals makes up for it because mm-hmm. I think if uh, we get the Celtics and the Warriors, we have the potential to have a phenomenal series. Obviously, um, so far it's been lopsided in the East and the West, and um, I don't know. I don't know how much three-point shooting has to do with it, Mitch. But um, a couple nights ago, when we were watching the, the Heat and the Celtics, the teams combined to shoot 17 for 78 from three-point range. That's just bad basketball. That's a little You can rough. say what you want to about they're both good defensive teams. At that level, the teams cannot shoot 17 for 70. You can't shoot 25% from three-point no, range. No, And the Heat were bricking everything in that game. And they started 5 right. of 35. And at the time, that was the worst ever for that many attempts in a yeah. game by a playoff team. Right. They finished 7 of 45. So that'll tell you how awful it was. And again, that lead got to 25 points last night for Golden State. Uh, Clay was awesome in the game. He was the game's leading scorer, which, by the way, you could bet on. It was a uh, 14-1 to 1 out here in Las Vegas. And I did like what he said after the game when he was interviewed on TNT, and they asked him about you know the game overall and how it felt. And Clay actually, and he was spot on because he had a lot of wide-open looks last night. He goes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I actually I could have had 10 threes tonight. I left a lot of threes on the court, and he did. And he still had 32 points in the game. He did. He shot 8 for 16 from 3. The team shot 14 for 36, uh, but the Warriors played one. I thought one of their more efficient offensive games. They were 16 to 16 at the free throw line, 10 turnovers, not a bad number. 
uh, if they play like that, they're going to have a you know pretty good shot to knock off the Celtics in the finals. I think right now they deserve to be small favorites in the finals uh, based on the way they played so far through the playoffs. But uh, I still give the Celtics a pretty good shot to whoa, take Whoa, them whoa, whoa. Wow. Celtics got to get by the heat yet, pal. Celtics are going to get by the heat. Yeah. Well, you're game, not the. Game five was where the heat had to step up and make a statement, and it didn't happen. They got blown out in the second half on their home floor. All right. Well, uh, so you're one of many to feel that way. I hope you're right based on Celtics future tickets. But. Uh, even the Warriors are talking about who right. they're going to play in the NBA Finals. This is Draymond Green. Still undetermined who you're going to play in the next round. Who would you like to play? I mean, be honest. I think both. I think both teams are tough. Uh, you know, Boston create uh, causes problems, especially offensively. Draymond, their defense is incredible. How long we've been boys, Draymond? I want the honest answer, Draymond. You're asking me who I want to play. I'm going to yes. tell you who I think we're going to play. We're going to play Boston. Okay. That's, that's, okay. that's who we're going to play. Thank you. That's the Draymond I know. <laughs> that's the Draymond I know. I actually, you know what? I like it. I like it when it a is. player says that. It doesn't happen very often. And he actually said, that's who we're going to play. That's who I want to play. Well, he started off with the PC answer. Both teams are tough. Both teams are good. Uh, but... Draymond Green knows the Celtics are eight-and-a-half-point home favorites and minus 410 on the money line in game six, and that the odds say they're going to play the Celtics. Well, Matt, Draymond Green is also like 98% sure that as soon as he retires within like the next he's five gonna minutes, he's going to be on TV. He's going to be on TNT with that crew. If he wants to go join Charles Barkley and Shaq, it'll take five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the first guy that uh, Ernie Johnson went to last night after the game was over with. He didn't talk to Steph. He didn't talk to Steve Kerr. It wasn't Clay Thompson. Dream on. Get over here. I want to talk to you. Why? Because he's an amazing soundbite. Yeah. And he works really well on television. And that probably will happen. And as of right now, um, if we do get, and so you can bet on it today, this price will change because the Warriors do have to finish off the heat yet. But the Celtics are catching plus 130 this morning in a potential NBA Series Finals price. The Warriors are minus 150. Yeah, actually, I kind of like my position here as far as this goes. I bet the Celtics, I waited too long. I got the Celtics 2-1 to to win the NBA championship. As do I. You do too? I have them at 2-1 to and plus 225. Yeah. I waited too long to make the bet. Uh, But still, when you go into a final situation and you have 2-1 to on a team that's plus 130 for the series, uh, you do have a little bit of value there. So I feel pretty good about the Celtics. I think they match up uh, very well. With the Golden State Warriors, if you think back since the All-Star break, the Celtics are the uh, number one team in the NBA. Number one in defensive efficiency, yep. number one in most categories. They've been the best team in the association since the break. And I, I think that if, if there's a team out there the Warriors probably didn't want to play in the finals, it's the Celtics. I think so, too. And again, that game in March that they played up in San Francisco when the Celtics won by 30, yeah. I get it, Steph was... I think, I think Steph Curry played 14 minutes in that game, and they got blown up by 30. I, I don't care if Steph doesn't play. to get, mm-hmm. But that's how Golden State can – I mean, they lost by 55 to Memphis. Yeah. So they can have games like that. I think the biggest question is going to be, like, what is the availability of the entire Celtics roster, right? Like, will Marcus Smart be able to play a full series? Will Robert Williams be able to play a full series? Uh, Tatum looks banged up at times, holding the shoulder right away in game five. Yeah. I, th- I think Tatum's got a little bit of – Drama queen in him. A little bit. I hate to say that. You think uh, Marcus Smart does? Marcus Smart does as well. That's one thing I don't like about the Celtics. 
Uh, it's kind of like uh, was a Pat Pat Bev said in the previous round. Let's see who get knocked. Let's see who get knocked out here and uh, claims a fake injury. Remember he talked about that name, yeah. Chris Paul. Then the Suns get blown out by thirty at home, and Chris Paul limps out of the arena with a groin injury or whatever he supposedly had. Uh, I don't. I don't like the way the Celtics play up the injuries, and uh, I think the Jason Tatum's an incredible player. But in the game, I think it was a game three loss at home to the Heat when they got blown out. When he went down with the shoulder injury and he laid on the floor like he'd been shot. Mm -hmm. He rolled over, rolled over, had to be escorted into the tunnel. And I I was laughing. I said, this guy's going to be back on the floor in two minutes. I've seen this crap too many times. And he was. And he's back on the floor in two minutes. And he's ramming his shoulder into a guy on a pick. To get to a screen. On a screen, yeah. yeah. And uh, And you know the broadcast crew called him out for that. And Gundy did. Yeah. 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 Uh, That was the same game that Marcus, I actually thought the Marcus Smart injury looked legit. Because he not only rolled the ankle completely right. over, then he had a, a grown man fall on it right there. And you're like, ah, that might hurt. Yeah. And then he had to get carried off. And then he comes back <laughs> a couple of minutes later on. Uh, I just thank goodness he, had, he didn't go out in a wheelchair like Paul Pierce many years ago. Yeah. yeah, Heroic effort by Paul Pierce to come back. So n- not only like you bet on a, on a daily basis, you talk to a lot of bettors as well. Do you know people who were grabbing the heat on this game tonight? Uh, I don't know anyone betting the heat. Uh. Maybe Aaron Renning bet the Heat. He's going to be on with us at uh, 4.45 this morning. I haven't talked to him yet. I would tend to doubt he's on the Heat. I, I, yeah, if I had I, to bet on it, I would say probably not. I, even uh, the dog players I know are are passing on uh, the Heat tonight. So that number has uh, dropped at some places bit. from 9 to 8.5. So somebody out there has got a little bit of money on the Heat, but it's not going to be me. Let me ask you this. What would you need to bet the over? Because this number continues to drop throughout the series. All Well, a lot of reasons. First yeah. of all, lower scoring games and significantly lower. But a lot of guys banged up. Teams can't shoot. Two hundred one now is where that number is at. It was that's up a little bit. Would wh- I asked Paulie this yesterday? Like, would you would you go over one ninety five? He said no. Would you go over one ninety five? Yeah, would you go I, over one ninety? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would. Yeah, I so think would I. I would. If, so would if I. you drop that number to one ninety five, somewhere around there, I think I would start to think over. Yep. In this game now. You're right about what you said. I, I think the the score's been lower in this series. The offensive efficiency's been down because if you think about it, the schedule has been game, day off, game, day off, game, day off. There's been no time for these guys to recover. The With guys were banged up. The travel, guys banged up. You had the COVID <laughs> rumors about the heat for the last game, mostly unfounded. Uh, but still, when you got a lot of guys banged up, a lot of wear and tear throughout the playoffs, and you don't have any days, extra days to rest, you can see a lot of jump shots coming up short. That's why we've seen ragged offensive play. It's not good for anybody because uh, it's been an ugly series to watch. I was hoping it was going to be a great series. Yep. been an ugly series to watch. It's been bad for the league. You've had games decided by uh, the biggest lead in each game of the series, 20, 34, 26, 32, and 23. It's, a, it's been a really bad series. Yeah. Really, really bad. I do think that if somehow the Heat would pull this off, I think the Warriors would finish them off in five games. Well, the Heat are so banged up. Right now, yeah. with Jimmy Butler beat up, if he can't be himself on the offensive end of the floor, the Heat are not going to be a, a threat. Yep. The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at the website, which, of course, is betrivers.com. Matt Humans is in for Paulie Howard today. Up next, win some, lose some. Is college football making another mistake, or is this much to do? About nothing, we will examine that coming up next.
Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Let's do it, baby. Paulie with the day off today. All right, beginning with uh, win some. Matt Eumann's filling in. How about the Oilers to win in five games plus 950 as they uh, took down the Calgary Flames in overtime last night? We will ask you, for the audience, and I get it, uh, in Western Canada, we're on bright and early here. They're probably still awake, uh, or they just went to bed. Uh, Might not be watching the show live, (laughs) but for those of you in Canada and hockey fans, was the disallowed goal, was that the right call? Off the the skate, um, I thought that was a bogus call after replay. Again, it's physics. He, he didn't kick it in on purpose, in my opinion. That should have counted for the Flames. I thought they got screwed, and they lost in overtime. And again, the Oilers to win in five games, plus 950. To go to overtime last night was plus 360. NBA, Warriors to win the Western Conference, plus 450. Draymond did say nobody gave us a chance. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Come yeah. on. Don't you hate when people do that? They're the second choice in the West the entire season. Yeah. Yeah. Right behind the Suns the entire year. Come on. Uh, Warriors to win in five games, plus 345. And that cashed last night, taking down the Mavericks. I was a little bit surprised. I thought the Mavericks were going to be live dogs in this series. I think game two is where everything got away from them. With the 15-point lead in the second half of game two, that's where the the Warriors really won the series. Yep, totally agree. Uh, NHL, Hurricane, 7-0 at home in the playoffs now. They get the job done again last night against the Rangers. Very good series between those two teams. Baseball, Reds from plus 120 to minus 105 against the Cubs. 20 to 5. Wow. And that was Hunter Green allowing three more home runs yesterday. Didn't matter. I know. Hunter Green's really an exciting prospect. Guy lights up the radar gun at triple digits. He has given up way too many home runs early in the season. But how about the Reds? The team, what was the losing streak? 17 games? Uh, they were, what, 3-22 and 22 at one point, I believe? Uh, just horrendous. And uh, all of a sudden, they got back-to-back wins, Mitch. Yeah, there's some life Watch there. out for the Reds. Uh, 20 Na- runs yesterday, though. Yeah, pretty That's good. impressive. Pretty good. Uh, Nationals, Rockies over. Now, this actually opened 8.5, down to 8. We discussed this on the show yesterday. Mm. Then back to 9. Two bad pitchers going Marquez and Corbin. 7-3 final. That goes over. How about in golf yesterday? The 8-way dead heat finish for the first round leader, man. <laughs> and I'll have more details on that later on in the show, but it, for those of you who bet that, the first round leader, which I did, it splits eight different ways. You had one guy with a piece of the lead? I had Webb and um, Varner. You got two. I bet Varner almost every week to be the first round leader. That's actually a pretty smart strategy. He's a guy who gets out of the gate quickly. It's uncanny how he does it. But he can't it. finish. He can't. So nope. you, got, you got 25% of the first round. Yeah, a little bit. It was okay. a, sm- a very small winner last night. To split it eight ways? How many times have we seen an eight-way tie for I the first recall. round? I can't recall. I can't recall. That's the first one I can remember. Uh, to the videos. And again, for those of you who listen to the show, podcast people as well, you can always sign up, subscribe at vcin.com slash subscribe. Now, this is good. Uh, I don't know. I don't have kids. <laughs> would, would you be proud? He goes up there. This is T-Ball. And look at look at him in the box. The music's playing. He takes 40 seconds, all cocky, doing his dance in the batter's box. Gets out of the box. Okay. Guy comes over. Let's grab the bat. Let's go. He's still wiggling, shaking the knees, little Elvis Presley action out there. How old is this kid? Like eight? Huh? I will fully admit, I'm the worst person in the world at guessing kids' ages. I was going to say like five. 
I don't know. I have no idea. Something in single digits. Let's put it that way. That's ridiculous. You can't. <laughs> you, you can't let that happen. That's your kid. That can't can't be happening. It's probably a bad look for the parents. Yeah. If you want, if you hit the ball out of the park and you want to do a dance, that's okay. That's don't do the dance before you step up <laughs> the to the plate. Yeah. A little over the top. Come on. Uh, lose some angels uh, and Otani on the mound last night. Boy, leadoff home run allowed to George Springer. He goes mm-hmm. deep again. One thirty-five to one seventy. Blue Jays got him six to three. Yeah, that was uh, a poor outing by Otani last night. You just cannot trust the Angels laying a price. Nope. Five earned runs, but ten strikeouts. They take a lot showing. of money, too. The Angels consistently wow. take money when they're home favorites, and they flop in that role more often than not. Now check out a couple of uh, lose-some videos here as well, Matt. This is, uh, well, the Pregnancy Whopper. Exclusively on Mother's Day at Burger King, it's called the Pregnancy Whopper. This is in Germany. And there's the whole menu that they have. Oh boy, fish sticks. Yep, a fish and apple sauce. Yeah, yep. Any of these? What is that? A, uh, a cream and pickles, I believe. Ice cream and pickles, two of the most popular food items when women are pregnant. <laughs> no, nothing on there appeals to me at all. That's that's nasty. How about vanilla ice cream and olives at the bottom right? Yeah, you know, I'll pass on that one too. No, so nothing there. You're a big fast uh, food guy. You got nine choices on there. Popular, the most popular Whopper combinations. I'll say uh, 0 for 9. 0 for 9? Yeah. What about you? Is there even one that uh, not a chance. slightly appeals to you? No. Good Cucumber and jam, I believe, is the one in the middle there. No, there's nothing that... Uh, Fried egg and not. banana. Bratwurst and Newt Nugget cream. Yeah, what is that? I, I again, it's a little. I'm a little out of my element here with this. I'll pass. All right. There you go. I'll, I'll just take the original Whopper. That's in Germany. Yep. Um... We do have a couple of loose some videos. This is a woman playing craps, and she's firing the dice. Bam! <laughs> right in the eye. Right in the dealer's eye. You might want to get a little bit more accurate with the toss. You call that snake eyes? <laughs> yes. Game of snake eyes. <laughs> and uh, pe- people will try anything nowadays. Look at this woman here. This is a great peacock video. She comes over, she picks up this massive peacock and throws it. She wants to get the peacock's eggs. Look at this. He starts gathering them. Oh, no. I'm going to take them with no. me. Bam! Oh, yeah. Not on my watch. She got watch. what she deserved right yeah, there, buddy. Exactly, she did. Look at that. Tackles Reve- her, takes her down. Revenge of the peacock. Look at the, what, what. Is that how they normally operate? What is she doing? Trying to scoop up the eggs. And then, boom, oh, the peacock comes in. Look at how big that peacock is. But that, that was a nice hit by the peacock. Yep. yep. All right, there you go. Win some, lose some. It is brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where you can claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. There's also uh, this to get to, Matt. College football, the NCAA released this yesterday. And I'll ask you if this is a big deal or not. Because, it, it, you know, it's been a big deal for a good five or six years. We always disagreed with the scheduling and where they land uh, with these games. But one more time again this year, we have the two playoff semifinal games on New Year's Eve, which falls on a Saturday this year. Uh Big deal or not so much? Well, I think it's going to be a big deal when the time comes. That's a nice graphic we got up there, by the way. Uh, Explains it all to you, maps it out. Friday, December 30th, the Orange Bowl. But how about December 31st? The Sugar Bowl has been moved from New Year's Day Eve, actually New Year's Day night, I should say. It's always the last game on New Year's Day. Now it's going to be the first game on New Year's Eve. 
It's going to kick off at 9 a.m. here on the West Coast, the Sugar Bowl, followed by the playoff games, the Fiesta Bowl, and the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. And um, I hate this new schedule. So it looks like we're not going to have any New Year's Day games because that's going to be the NFL. That's going to be, It falls on a Sunday, so that'll right. be the NFL. That's going to be the NFL. And then on uh, Monday, January 2nd, we're going to have the Cotton Bowl and the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I why, mean, why is the Sugar Bowl not on January second? You know, the I night. actually I miss that because I just I always get fixated on the uh, playoff semifinal games. How they're always on New Year's Eve right. now, which never makes sense. I don't. This, this year on a Saturday, maybe it's not that big of a deal. I don't know anyone who likes that. By yeah, the way, I don't the playoff games on New Year's Eve. But you you said this before the show started. I never even noticed the Sugar Bowl. You know, Brett Musburger would be great to talk about this because he called so many of them. Mm-hmm. That was always like the New Orleans New Year's Eve crowd. On the second or the third day of a bender, they show up for the game at, what, 8 o'clock Eastern? Right. So I think 7 o'clock there in New Orleans, and they're like, okay, well, we've had three more hurricanes. Let's go again. Get all rowdy. <laughs> they're going to play that at noon Eastern on New Year's Eve? I hate it. I thought that was a mistake on the graphic. Mm-hmm. But this is, that's the... That's terrible. Think about, if you're in New Orleans for that game, who wants to get up early and go to the football game? Oh. You're going to have a hangover from... You're going to be out all night the night before. You're going to get up early and go to the... Uh, Caesar's Superdome for the game? You can get into... That, uh, that should be, always should be a night game in New Orleans. Yeah. I've been out until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning in New Orleans before. Mm-hmm. Hurting the next day. How many people go there and say, yeah, you know what, I better call it a call it a night tonight. Go to bed at 11 o'clock so I can wake up and go to the Sugar Bowl tomorrow. Hey, you're going to be on Bourbon Street in the French Quarter until 3 a.m. And just from a betting perspective from what we do, I would think the the wagering handle on the Sugar Bowl is going to be half what it typically Good point. is. Good point. Because when that's the last game on New Year's Day, everybody's betting it. When it's the first game on playoff, uh, what is that, playoff Saturday on New Year's Eve? Yep. Nobody's going to be up to Spot bet that on. game. Uh, bet Rivers is your home for betting on the French Open. Log in every day of the tournament. Get a 20% profit boost. They can use on any live in-play bet of the French Open. Great event. Awesome men's draw. It's loaded. Get your free profit boost today and every day at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, up next, a former World Series of Poker bracelet winner was arrested on fraud and money laundering related to sports betting this week. We can each share stories of this, Matt and I can, because we dealt with it. That's coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. All right, the VSIN Summer Special is here. Only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT's best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil on hockey in the Stanley Cup playoffs. A lot of NFL offseason coverage and more. If you want the full VSEN experience with the daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st, 39 through July 31st, vcen.com slash summer. Okay, so how about the story that uh, broke this week? David Purdom wrote about it at ESPN Chalk. I'll give you a couple of uh, 
uh, paragraphs from his story so people kind of know the background here. Purdom wrote that a professional poker player was arrested on Wednesday, Matt, on charges of fraud and money laundering related to a sports betting scheme that brought in more than $25 million from alleged victims. Corey Ziedman of Boca Raton, Florida, faces federal charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering as part of the scheme that spanned from 2004 to 2020. A law enforcement source confirmed to ESPN that Ziedman, who was 61, is a professional poker player who won a bracelet at the 2012 World Series of Poker. And according to the federal indictment unsealed on Wednesday, Ziedman and his unnamed co-conspirators received more than $25 million in interstate wire transfers and private commercial carriers over 16 years from victims who were led to believe that the organization had privileged information that made betting on sports events a no-risk proposition. <laughs> okay. Do, what what okay. do you know about this a story no in this group? Yeah. Obviously, you and I both worked at ESPN Radio in Vegas before we came to VC. Oh, I can tell people a lot about this. Yep. Yeah, so we'll yep. talk about it because these uh, these ads ran on the uh, local radio station despite protests uh, for myself. Actually, Dave Coken and I hosted a show on uh, ESPN Radio called the Las Vegas Sports Line. We went to management. I don't think you were the program director at that time, but we went to management and said, absolutely, these spots are not going to run during our hour of the show. We're not going to be affiliated with this in any way whatsoever. It was such an obvious scam. It was embarrassing. I thought it was embarrassing that the station took the money and the, put this crap on the air, and we didn't want to be affili- affiliated with or associated with it in any way. Uh, they went by different names every year. And to give people an example of how this would operate, Mitch, you know how it is. The guy at the radio station who read the updates, the score updates, maybe the traffic reports at the hour, at the top of the hour, he would be the one who would record like a, a two-minute spot. Oh, it was I mean, it was between three and five minutes sometimes. Okay, That's what they okay, wanted. Okay. Which was just completely outrageous. Yeah. Let's say it's a three-minute spot. It's like a staged interview. Hey, I'm here with Ray Palmer. And, Ray, great job. You had the winner Thursday night. You got some information on tonight's Monday night winner. You know, and then uh, this charade goes on for three minutes. And I can't believe any suckers would actually buy into it. Like P.T. Barnum said at one point. Many, many years ago, there's a sucker born every minute. Unfortunately, that's true in the sports betting business. And I've said this. David Purdom called me yesterday to get some background and get some quotes for a story he's working on, an in-depth story he's working on as far as this. I said, look, there's two sides to the tout industry in sports betting. There's actually a good side to it. There are a lot of guys who are working hard, have a conscience, who want to win for their clients, and put in the work every day, and who live and breathe handicapping. I think Dave Koken's one of those guys. You and I have worked with him for a long time. He genuinely does his own work and wants to win for his clients. Dave is a truly good human being. Yeah. He has a conscience. Now, there, the dark side of the tout industry is this, the story you're talking about, where you're just trying to con people out of their mm-hmm. money. So I'll give you a little bit of background from my perspective on this. I'll go back to like circa 2005-ish. Remember, before this was a big deal, remember those hour-long tout shows that would come on? Probably, and for those of you listening all over the country, no matter what market you're in, it doesn't matter if you're in market size 160 or market size 5, you probably heard these where they come on for a full hour, they give out the phone number a thousand times, and they tell you that they're 17-1 and in their last 18 games or whatever the run might be on, and it's always a hard sell. Call right now. We, We have the winner tonight. So... 
at the time, I was the assistant program director, and the guy who was my boss at, the, at that same exact time, he would always be like, Mitch, we, there's no way we can, you, you got to have my back on this. I'm like, of course I have your back. Let's go talk to management, tell them we can't accept the money this year. We got to have something else. We would fight this every single year with management to no avail. And it would be, look, they're paying whatever the money was. They're paying a nice chunk of change for your salary and others who work here. And it was like, it was real lazy. And it's like, it's an easy buy for the salesperson and the sales manager and the staff. Like, yeah, we got to take the money. No matter what we did, no matter how, we would, we would be listening to it on the weekends and go back and get like an air check and play it for them and say, you, listen to this. Listen to how egregious and over the top. That's not, I don't even know how the FCC allows this. And then so I turned into the program director once the PD eventually left and moved to a different market. I got the job and it continued. And I'm like, every single year, guys, we cannot accept this money. It's, it's again, so over the top and so outrageous. Nobody, you can't, you can't have this on the airwaves and people are going to believe this no matter what. And then it turned into this where we're doing like three or four minute call in spots and they changed their name. It was the same guy, oh, yeah. the same voice every, cause it was very distinctive, but one year it would be Ray Palmer. The next would be Elliot Stern. The next, it would be somebody else. Gordon Howard. And it would be Elliot Stern, yep, yep. Ray Palmer. Every single yeah. Monday and Thursday night for prime time, they would, and out here in Las Vegas, they would run, you know, by in like the three o'clock hour, which is hey, game game is coming up in two hours. Mm-hmm. We have this inside information again tonight. You can't bet the game without it. We have it, and we're nineteen and one in the last twenty games. Whatever we want to get on Monday, we're going to win tonight. And they would give up the phone number a thousand times, and I would just go into the office. Every, and in theory, like a program director is supposed to have a lot of power. At a radio station, right? And, you know, in some markets, they do. In others, they probably don't. And it just was like, I felt like a, a beaten down dog going into the office. And eventually, you just got to <laughs> wave the white flag and tap out because you know you're not going to win that battle. Right. But every year, it was like, guys, please, we again, think about the people driving around in Las Vegas. This is before PASPA, obviously, many years mm-hmm. ago, where this was the only state where it was legal to bet on sports and people love to do it here. Think about our listeners right now driving around. And a lot of them don't know any better yet, even though we're trying to get messages like your show with Dave and every, it'd be like, don't do this, whatever. Don't be this silly. Don't call. And they would do it anyway. And so no doubt, a lot of people here probably in Las Vegas over the years did and in every other market. And you just knew the whole time that it wasn't on the up and up. Well, it's such an obvious con. Yeah. And you're doing your listeners such a disservice too, by putting that stuff on the air because even if it's a very small percentage of your audience, some of the people are going to get suckered into this. No question. Fools. There are a lot of fools out there that will fall for anything. Matt, it doesn't matter if that percentage of the audience is 2%. Right. That's too many. You know, that's one thing I told Dave and Purdom yesterday. I don't know how anybody could be foolish enough to fall for this stuff when you're talking about a group that comes on every Monday and Thursday night it says, we have information on tonight's winner. Who in the world has information on the NFL primetime game and has the winner every Monday and Thursday? Nobody. Yep. How could you be dumb enough to believe that? Yep, yep. And they would make it, yeah. they would make it very clear. And the message would, would always be, you can't possibly think about betting this game tonight until you give us a call. Right, right. We know what's going to happen. We have the information. We have the sources. I would think also for anybody who's not familiar with these type of uh, – uh, marketing cons, if you call and uh, you're trying to get a free play, which I think, you know, even when I was probably in junior high or high school, I called one of those numbers. You know, we used to watch 
on Saturday morning or Sunday morning, you would watch one of those handicapper touts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would call the number trying to get the free play. I remember looking up Phil Steele's newsletter, you know, calling his uh, free 800 number, trying to get his free play of the day once when I was a kid. Everybody's going to do that at once. If you call and they ask and they say, well, if you want our good stuff, uh, you're going to have to pay for it. Give me your credit card number. If anybody ever asks for your credit card number, just hang up, mm-hmm. okay? And I think that's the best advice I could give to somebody who's, who's looking to, uh, to buy picks from a handicapper. If they ask for your credit card number, just cut it off and hang up. How about that? It went on for 16 years. I, I don't think it went on at the local, local radio station here for 16 years. Oh, no, years. no, it didn't. Not for that long. About seven or eight years? I don't know. I, I remember it happening for maybe four or five years. I, I'm not sure how long it happened. Uh, but it's amazing that that operation actually lasted 15 years. That long. And that tells you how many suckers out there were actually buying into this. Oh, and they- it, it's, it's incredible to me that anybody would get hooked on this stuff. If you listen to one of these ads, you would be laughing about how corny and unbelievable it is. But that's the point, right? They would take advantage of the people who don't know any better. Right. Call so- up, it's trying to get a free play, and they say, hey, if you want the good stuff, yep. uh, give us your credit card number. I guess a lot of people get suckered. That I mean, way. I mean, to your point again, twenty-five million dollars over that amount of time. It's staggering. It, it really is. Uh, boy, uh, up next, professional sports better Aaron Renning is going to join the show. He is great on the NBA. Boston opened up a nine-point favorite. What did he make the number tonight, and how is he approaching Game Six between Boston and Miami? We'll ask him about that coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Aaron Renning is a professional sports better. Terrific. Betting the NBA. He's been coming on once a week now for a long time throughout the playoffs, and he joins us here early on a Friday. ER, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. I mean, uh, here we are, um, just about uh, the NBA Finals. Boy, it seems like these playoffs have really uh, gone quick. I mean, it's just kind of crazy how uh, fast and furious these games have come at us. And, you know, perhaps if Boston wins, we're going to get a week off before we have the NBA Finals. Yeah, the date is set, right? It's June 2nd, game one. Uh, yeah, a week, uh, I believe a week from uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, that could be a good news for the Celtics ER because we've talked about how ugly this series has been. I think a lot of guys are banged up on both sides of the Celtics Heat series. Uh, you really haven't had any extra rest days. You think it's going to benefit the Celtics quite a bit to have some extra time off, assuming they win this series before the NBA Finals? Yeah, I mean, that's just it. I mean, obviously, this could drag on uh, another game, hopefully. Uh, for the Boston backers like myself, we get it over tonight. But yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, 
Uh, I think any team could use the rest right now, but certainly Boston with Robert Williams and Marcus Smart, uh, et cetera. It seems like it's been a pretty tough path uh, for the Celtics to get here. And, you know, it, it, you know, the, and the finals have spaced out pretty well. So I, I would assume we'd have uh, a lot better quality basketball in the finals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything for you on the game tonight? Celtics opened up nine. Total was, uh, you know, hovering around 200. Now the spread is down to eight and a half, and the total's up to 201, 201 and a half. What did you make the numbers, and uh, have you bet anything yet? You know, I, I didn't, and, you know, I'm certainly happy and, again, just kind of hoping that Boston uh, concludes uh, the series and moves on, have them to win the Eastern Conference and uh, the finals. I wouldn't be surprised that, that I would even bet them more uh, in the finals if they win and get matched up against Golden State at some point, at least. Um, you know, looking forward to that final. So I, I would actually uh, lean a little bit uh, towards Miami. I think this line's a little bit crazy, but uh, the Heat have obviously looked a little bit rough. But, you know, let's be honest, it seemed like game five was going to be that pivotal game. I thought the Celtics were awful offensively uh, in that first half. I guess both teams were at times. But Miami topped that uh, in the second half. And, you know, to me, all playoffs long with Miami, it was uh, about trying to stop and stop Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler, the last two games now, 418, a minus 15 plus uh, minus ratio uh, in game five, game four, three of 14 from the field, minus 30 plus minus. You know, he's not uh, matching up against Trey Young uh, every time down the court. He's not, uh, uh, you know, you have a coach that actually wants to stop them. Boston is so good uh, defensively what they do. So they've, these games have been ugly, but certainly credit to what the defenses have been able to do. But um, yeah, lean to Miami, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to bet it and hope Boston uh, gets, uh, gets through here tonight. So you, you are holding Celtics to win the East and also tickets on the NBA finals uh, as well on top of that. But you're saying that if they win tonight or if they win the series in general to get to golden state and the numbers, right you would look at adding more on Boston to beat Golden State? Yeah, I would. I mean, again, I've, you know, I've talked up this Boston team, and you know, if, if I feel like there's value in the number, uh, I'm not going to go the other way and, sure. and try to hedge and get a profit. I'm going to look to bet it the way I, I see it. And I don't have this crazy amount that uh, I'm going to win here with uh, a Boston winning the finals or uh, the Eastern Conference finals at this point, but um, I, I, you know, again, if, you know, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself, but, um, I think Boston's athleticism would give golden state, uh, a lot of problems. Obviously it, it, I don't, I, I like the warriors. They're a very good team. They're, they're good at a lot of things they do, but again, the athleticism for Boston be interesting to see how the Celtics would adjust. Um, to, you know, the offense, the motion offense here with Golden State. Teams have had a hard time uh, with that. But, yeah, I, I would uh, certainly not hesitate to, to bet more with, uh, with uh, Boston. How good is uh, Boston defensively? And, I, actually, I wanted to ask what your defensive numbers are for each of these teams because JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, was talking about this on our show yesterday afternoon how the uh, Warriors had allowed over 100 wide-open looks from three-point range during this series. The Mavericks just were not knocking down the threes. I, I see a couple guys out there on the, on the Warriors 
uh, I want to say defensive end of the four, who are not very good one-on-one individual defenders. I think the Celtics can take advantage of that. Uh, do you see weaknesses on that Golden State team on the defensive end of the four, and how good is Boston on that end? Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's just it. I mean, you know, Golden State has you know some definitely some bad habits here uh, entering the finals, and obviously, I think defensively, it is that perimeter defense, and we've seen that not only against Dallas, but I thought against Memphis as well. I mean, Memphis was able to knock down shots the last couple of games uh, from three point, but yeah, with some good ball movement. Uh, the shots have been open, and then you have to remember uh, Boston has win against two very good defensive teams here uh, in Milwaukee and Miami, their their last couple of series. So, um, and, and they've done well and, and put up a lot of three-pointers. That's just it. I mean, you know, I think these final four teams uh, all together um, have been very good defensively. I think that's certainly had something to do with the ugly basketball that we've seen, but uh, you know, Dallas, Golden State, Miami, and, and obviously Boston. But Boston seems to be the best of the bunch. And, you know, you just go back to the net series, Boston series, um, and, and this series, the adjustments, the you know, one through five for the most part, one through six, uh, there's just not a lot of weakness on this Boston team. And you just kind of take that macro approach when you're watching this team and how they cover for one another, their their speed and athleticism. There's just not much there. They did a great job. They frustrated Kevin Durant. Uh, they did a great job. They frustrated Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, those are the two most dynamic scores uh, that uh, that's mm-hmm. about you'll see in the NBA. So Boston's great with what they do. I'll tell you, a, a game changer for that team, and if he plays in every single game, is going to be such a factor, I think. I mean, ER, Robert Williams and what he means to this team defensively. And also giving them something on the offensive side as well, a couple of putbacks and rebounds. Guy's been awesome when he's health, when he's healthy on on the court. No, he really has. I mean, just look at the series. You know, the game that he didn't play that was the game that Bam went off in. Uh, but you know, his his explosiveness, uh, the athleticism, it, Golden State just really has a hard time matching that. It, that's really almost throughout. Uh, the roster to a degree, they just don't. And it, I, you know, I, I think I mentioned it on your show, Mitch. You know, the, from just watching the first um, game from both these, or you know, from Golden State and Boston in the Western and Eastern Conference Finals, I thought you could stagger it almost. You could see the difference uh, in the athleticism from the two teams, and really from both of those series. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully that would be uh, an advantage here for the Boston uh, uh, in the series. But yeah, that's. That's something, and you know, Golden State, you know, and and I thought uh, the Warriors had the capability of being the best defensive team in the playoffs from my player ratings. Again, they're very good with what they do, and yeah, you know, without Gary Payton, you know, I don't know the status of Iguodala, but that that definitely hurts their their perimeter defense and what they do. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that certainly short, shortens them a little bit. Yeah, agreed. You can follow ER on Twitter. He is at ER Sports One. Uh, enjoy the game tonight if that's possible, and uh, have a good weekend. Thanks for the time, as always. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Thank you, guys. Yep. I must say, as like Robert Williams looks so good, Looney's done the same thing for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Guy's been an animal out there, so that's a pretty good matchup individually there. And in if that's who we're going to get, that's true. I, I think the. Celtics have better. Celtics have more athletic guards who are going to be problematic matchups for the Golden State guards on the defensive end of the floor. I agree. That's what I see. Tatum and Brown are just difficult for anyone to handle, yep. and I'm not sure the Warriors have the, the guards who are good enough 
one-on-one defenders to handle. They're going to have to have a lot of help. They're going to have to play some zone. They're going to have to do all sorts of things. We've seen some of that in this series. The Warriors had to play some zone against the uh, Mavericks. They had to. Yeah. And Kid called him out for it. He's like, that's a compliment to us. They can't guard us one-on-one. So if they can't, if that's part of it, then how are they going to guard Boston one-on-one? Hey, quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Stephen Curry won the West Finals MVP award last night. Did you agree with that? And who do you think is going to win the East? I absolutely thought Wiggins had a shot to win it. You can make a case for Looney, too, as far as I'm concerned. Um, They gave it to him by default. Who wins in the East? I think Jalen Brown has a great chance. You know, right now, Tatum is the favorite and Brown's the second choice. I I think Brown should be the favorite. I think he should be, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21+. plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, today's Major League Baseball card. And some numbers can be a little deceiving. I'll explain in a lefty versus lefty matchup. BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. 